We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. And we're back, everybody. Welcome. It's the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia. And with me, as always, Tuesdays is the one, the only, fresh out of Vegas, Mr. Elvis Presley himself, Todd Zola. What's up, Todd? How was Vegas? Well, what happens in Vegas? You know what? It was fun. Um, I've got. We were actually deciding who from the group. You know, this is the Rotowire. I called it the Rotowire Retreat, the mm-hmm. company outing. Who's actually been to Vegas more times? You know what? I may have been. I was probably among the top three or four. And I, you know, I didn't realize how many times I've been there for the NFBC, NFFC, and FSTA because it's. I don't go to Vegas. I go to do a draft, or I go to go to the conference, right. and it just happens to be in Vegas. So I, I mean, I, it was like over thirty times. It's like wow, I, I can't believe it. You know, I've been to Vegas over thirty times. Uh, it's the first time I've ever gone for the sole reason of just, you know, for enjoyment. You know, I mean, we talked baseball for ten seconds at a breakfast so I could write it off. You know, yeah. I mean, so oh, which you is know, good. Yeah, you know. So other than that, um, I don't think my tax advisor is listening. Well, so, all right. Well, listen. I'm sure. I'm sure he's not. And you know, you don't have to tell me the the details of the of the trip. But uh, glad you had fun. I'm glad we're back here. Yeah, rock and roll. And do you play it all when you go to Vegas? Are you, uh, no, you no, I don't. I, uh, I mean, no. I, 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 you back in the day, early on, I may have played some blackjack. I don't know. I, I, I work too hard for my money, and I, the, I'm just smart enough to know that they're smarter than me. And I don't get a thrill. I mean, I, I I do enough high stakes. I do enough DFS, so I get enough action. There you so, go. So uh, I just um, you know I uh, I uh, no I don't. And actually, <laughs> the, the closest I came is we almost played euchre by we were playing euchre in the cabanas. We almost played it for money. Next summer we may play euchre for money, and that'll be as close as I get. You guys are crazy. Yeah, All right, yeah, let's hope that you're are. smarter than everybody else for at least one day. You can help us win some <laughs> money here in DFS. Let's start with that Tuesday slate. It's a Kershaw day, $12,700. It's expensive. It's a lot for Clayton Kershaw. He's against the White Sox in Chicago. I can understand best Kershaw lineup wins because, look, in the cash game scenario, the only other pivot from that is Robbie Ray, who's $2,000 less. 
which I can understand at 10,400 going in that route, especially with his road ERA being what it is. It is in Cincinnati, which is tough. Ray has put up some big strikeout numbers as well uh, over the last couple outings, so he's certainly capable of being a cash game pitcher. But I'll pose the question, is it Kershaw or you save 2K plus with Robbie Ray? Now, taking a look at the hitters jumping ahead, it's easy to get bats in there with Kershaw. He's just cat. I mean, and even the, the White Sox do hit left-handers well. At least they have the, those not named Kershaw. They can't hit a right-hander for a lick, but they're one of the best teams against southpaws. But even so, Kershaw's not your normal southpaw. He's getting ready to go on. I mean, I, I'm not a first, second half kind of guy, but he's ready to go on one of those patented roles. He started before the break, and uh, it's it's I don't it's probably one of the other than cores on paper one of the worst matchups for him. I don't care. A lock, lock and load for uh, for cash games. Maybe not for GPP, but it's probably, it's actually a pretty lousy card, I think, anyway, for pitching. So I'm not taking any chances. Lock and load Kershaw cash games. Finish in the top half and, and, and go to bed happy. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good response there. Now let's talk about some of these guys because there are a lot of questions on this slate. It's like Kershaw, yeah. Ray, and then who knows what. Now you got Brad Peacock, who in his last uh, five starts is at 39 or more points. But it is a checkered past here. Because yeah. he's got a lot of wins in this span. Uh, he's got a lot of strikeouts, but he's got some games where he's walking five, six guys. Last two outings, though, he did go six innings, but the last outing he had five walks. So Brad Peacock at 9,200 at home against Seattle. Do you yeah. trust him in GPP play, or are you concerned that this luck is going to run out at some point? Yeah, it's not my favorite. I mean, on, the, on, this, on this card, it, 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 he's in play. Uh, you know, Seattle does have – I wish Kyle Seager were hitting a little better. He's hitting the ball hard. He's not getting results. Uh, I wish he was getting a little bit better, better results. Yeah, you know, you can use, you can use Peacock. It's, 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 we're, we're still fresh off the break. Davinsky's fresh, even though he worked in the All-Star game. Uh, Giles, et cetera. So he can get, if he gets a six, they should be able to take it home. Um, and it just, there's really nothing else I can point to. Well, to I say, can no, point I don't, to, you know. I can hmm? point to one guy that I definitely do like, 8,100 Michael Waka against Rafael Montero and yeah, the Mets. Okay. Yep. I mean, yep. I'm looking at him. He's got 18 strikeouts over his last 11 change innings. Uh, certainly, I think Montero is not going to be long for that game. Right. He hasn't been long for any game in his major league career anytime he's gotten that opportunity. So, at 8,100 to me, I think he is uh, – the ownership might be high, but you know what? I think Waka might be the safest of the GPP pitchers out there tonight. Yeah. Now the thing with Waka is over the it's, it's over the I mean, we'll, we'll say the first half, but you know don't tweet us. We know it's been more than the first half. But he pitched a lot better than his than his uh, ERA surface stats indicated. Mm-hmm. He had just been kind of snake bitten with hits. The only thing I get concerned about facing the Mets is on an even given night they do have Granderson and Duda and Conforto. They do have some power hitting lefties. They can even put Drubes in there, uh, switch hitter. On any given night they can all lock in on one night and give a guy a hard time. Waka hasn't given up home runs though. He was just kind of giving up, you know, more hits than he should have, and that's now normalizing. So I do, I do see your your point there. Uh, City Field's good for power, but not good for runs. So I can sign off easily on Waka being. You know what? I could sign off if you if you don't want to go with Kershaw. I could even see using him in a cash. I'm not going to do it, but I, I mean, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I think I'm that's a little spotty on a night where you got we got two big time strikeout pitchers yeah. like that on the yeah. board too. Well, I, mean, I think that, I think that's a tough sell for it. Now, look, Ivan Nova's a hundred dollars more. He's at home. He's got Guerra and the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, Milwaukee obviously a tough offense, but for a hundred dollars more, do you think Nova's more appealing than Waka? I prefer Waka. Uh, but- I do too. I love Nova. Uh, it's just he. I mean, I know Milwaukee strikes out. But, I mean, you're going to be able to 
in order to in order to take advantage of that, you got to be able to strike guys out yourself. So it's one of those things, you know, good pitching, good pitching stops, good hitting, yada yada yada. You know, which is favored, a team that strikes out a ton or a team a pitcher that doesn't strike out many. The narrative is also, oh no, nobody can get more strikeouts because he's facing the Brewers. The other narrative is the Brewers won't strike out as much because they're facing Nova. So right. I think that's kind of dangerous. And the rest of the slate is is checkered to say the least. You got Dylan Bundy who's starting to hit that wall like many of us thought would happen somewhere yeah. around 100 innings. He's limping in through the All-Star break. You got Tyson Ross on there. You never know what you get out of him. Nukem started yeah, off hot. Yeah, you do. It's going to stink. Yeah, well, okay. All right. Fair <laughs> I mean, enough. You know I'm not, high on, I'm not high on Ross seasonal. Oh, well, I, uh, me neither. But last but, uh, time we yeah. spoke bad about him, he pitched well. So I'm yeah. I'm hesitant. We have seem to have great power here. Stick with your guns. He stinks. Yeah, he stinks. I, I, I'm with you. And Sean <laughs> Newcomb, another guy who started off like a house of fire. The last couple outings for him have been a little rough. I mean, this is a slate where you got everybody from Brian Johnson to Ben Lively. You could go all the way down there. You got the Sour Monos and Senzatellas. You got all my Paisans on there. <laughs> you got even got Travis Wood and Bartolo Colon. So, holy crap. This is a day where if you're smart, I think you're loading up on bats. And, you know, you don't overthink the pitching here. Yeah, you're going to run into a lot of chalk in terms of the pitchers being used, but that doesn't make it wrong. Yeah, I, uh, I get, you, get, you get lively. My latest notes had uh, Vince Velasquez making his debut. I'll have, we'll have to check that. But um, either way, it's still, uh, you know, it's, I've, you know, it's, it's more, you know, you can't really expect much out of Velasquez either. Yeah, you mentioned Brian Johnson. You never know with Toronto. They're not hitting as well as they normal. I mean, that might be a, a place to go on two pitcher sites to get a cheaper guy in there. I'm not touching Lackey. I'm not touching Snell yet, even though against Oakland, he just can't throw strikes. Clevenger, like the thing is, he's priced in the middle there, 8,500. Um, I don't mind that. You know, he's kind of one of those darlings from uh, the Sabermetric crowd early mm-hmm. on in the year. But, you know, San Francisco in San Francisco without a DH, that wouldn't be a horrible place to go. All right, let's go over to catcher, 2,900 Salvador Perez. And it's yeah, stop, go to the next position. That's it. Very good. <laughs> no, right. Seriously. I mean, I'm serious. Hey, I'm, it's good enough load. for you, I should say. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to look at the rest of it, and it's like, all right, yeah. I can throw some darts in Colorado if I want to. If you want to throw some darts in that San Diego-Colorado matchup outside of that. Uh, well, he's the obvious cash play. I mean, it, it may be too obvious. You, may, you know, you can go to – Sanchez is only 3,400 against Bartolo. So, you know, you, you, and you should be able to afford him, Even you know, maybe not if you go with Kershaw – but you should be able to afford almost any hitter you want tonight. So, you know, I mean, Perez is the, is the obvious cash play. 2,300 is a responsible punt, Jonathan Lucroy, against I don't Bundy? Know, I, don't know if, I don't know at this point if anything with Lucroy is responsible anymore. Well, 2,300. I know. I mean, geez, I, that's well, almost it's, mid-salary. It's not a GPP punt. I mean, sorry, it's not a cash punt. It's a GPP play for sure. All right. But um, I, just, I, don't, I just cannot figure that guy out. He's killing me in seasonal leagues because I'm so high on him. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody saw this coming. We thought we, I mean, he has such yeah. a good finish there with Texas yeah. last year. It's just perplexing. I can only imagine he's either hiding an injury or something else is wrong. I, I don't know. Yeah. At this point, yeah. it's it's a concern. All right, go to first base. Got Paul Goldschmidt. He's in Cincinnati. Uh, that's certainly going to be a costly to get involved in there. Joey well, Votto in Cincinnati. It's forty three hundred is a lot less than normal, and yeah, it's, it's, it's instant. I mean, well, the park is a is a wash, I suppose. But I mean, it's it's not. I mean, I'm used to seeing a five in front of Goldschmidt's price. That's all. Although well, I think that's whatever true. we're at the time of the year, or Fanduel, maybe it's because they want to uh, maybe attract some of the guys looking at football and get them involved oh, sure. or something. I don't know. But the, the the pricing, it's never been as sharp as some other places, but it gets less sharp. Some people think that's better because now they, you know we're gonna have a team of all stars, you know, in our in our in our lineup, which is fine. Everybody's playing with the same pool. 
mm-hmm. right? And, you know, but it's just it's a uh, it's a lot easier to get some of the names in there. All right, if Mark Reynolds is in the line of a thirty nine hundred, is that another name you want to pay attention to with Lamette on the mound? Yeah, sure. In, in Colorado, so it's a week. Yeah, it's it's a get ready, folks. It's a, it's a Colorado week. All seven at home. Oof. Get out the checkbook, baby. That's where we're going. All right, let's go to some other names. You talk about Lucas Duda against Waka at 3,400. Yeah. Is that enough for you to get interested in him, or you think that's just one of those cautionary tales you're trying to tell yourself just in case Waka backfires? Now he's a little bit down in the order. Um, you know, so I, would, I don't mind that as a GPB play if, you, if you're not using Waka as your pitcher. Um, there, you know, I, I don't, you know, so there are other places to go for cash for me. But, yeah, sure, I mean, he can take any lefty, any righty deep. You know, it's a crazy night when Edwin Jackson is making a return. Yeah, my spread, I, I plugged it in the spreadsheet, and, and, and Windows, I don't know what version did of Windows Did Windows crash and it go back to Windows 2004? Is that well, what it, well, it did. It said, are you sure? <laughs> you know, All of a sudden, yeah. it rebooted Windows 2003. Yeah, I entered Edwin Jackson, changed the team, and it said, are you sure? So uh, I <laughs> and, didn't realize. And you know so, what? I, yeah. There's no answer for that question. I don't yeah, know how and, you... and I, and I, you know, I, and this is just after updating Bartolo Colon. So yeah, <laughs> Windows is just thinks I'm you know high right now. So you like you like Bartolo in pinstripes or no pinstripes? Oh boy, <laughs> they're they're so thinning. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what Minnesota's thinking. It's not you know maybe it's not like they don't have any uh, kids to look at. I don't I don't get what Minnesota's. I don't get what a lot of teams are thinking, but I don't get paid to get what they're thinking. I get paid to think and tell you what to do in fantasy. So Exactly. That's a much better gig, <laughs> let me tell you. All right, Ryan Zimmerman, 3,200. One more first baseman to talk about over here uh, yeah. as we continue to go down the line. I mean, if, if you don't uh, – I'm in a complete agreement with you. Clearly, you know, it's a night where Goldschmidt and Votto are more on the affordable end, although Votto does have a tough matchup against Ray. Yeah, I'm probably not going there. Then you do have some other options here down below. I mean, uh, let's, let's talk about Justin Bohr. Uh, there's another one too. If Boris in the lineup there, if it's Vasquez, if it's or Velasquez, either me, one. you know, I think either one, I think you feel pretty yeah. good about. Uh, before the break, before he got hurt, Velasquez given up like 10 homers and in 50 innings or whatever it was, he was getting, you know, he was given up homers by the bushel. So not to say he'll do that when he gets back, but um, in, in a live, lively, you know, more of a junk ball or hard to get the ball out, but Boris, you know, can muscle up anybody at 3,200. He can hit him out of his home park. I mean, we kind of showed at the Derby last week that right field isn't as hard as some uh, think it is to to shoot the ball out there. So, yeah, Boar's definitely in play. Edwin Arcanarcion against Ty Black. The uh, I'm not going to call Black a pumpkin now, but he's certainly not spinning the magic he was spinning early in the season. And when it double E's on, he can hit it out. You know, he can he can hit it over that. Do they still have that little truck in left field? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got another question for you. Okay. Cody Bellinger at thirty eight hundred is he becoming a little too hit and miss even for GPP right now at that price? Well, I don't think there's such thing as even for GPP. I mean, that's what it is. That's what GPP is. But uh, I think that um, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, you know, I mean, like I want to put you this way. When I understand you're trying to win the whole thing, I get it. But at the same time, there's a certain sort of responsibility where there's a floor with a player where you expect at least he's going to. If he doesn't. Maybe I still have a chance to cash and hit a pay line. See, I guess it depends. I mean, because that, that is the thing about GPP. You just kind of implied, too, is I think more people, and myself included, to be quite honest, I don't, you know, I'm not tooting my horn here, but I just I think I made a, a smart decision where even when I play tournaments, I'm not trying to win one of these, you know, $50,000 takedown tournaments. I play in a single entry, um, you know, if you win it, you know, it's, it's it's three or it's two or three digit win not not five or six digit wins mm-hmm. and i just i just i you know I, if i ever hit the nuts and and cost myself a hundred thousand dollars well so be it 
but I just I feel a bit, you know, better to do it. And in those sort of situations, you don't need to go nuts with a guy like Bellinger. You can you, you don't play it completely cash like, but you you know you don't take quite as many chances. So I do see your point there. And well, there's also so many other options. You know what I mean? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so, where guys like Goldschmidt for a couple hundred dollars more has a greater floor potentially. Yeah. If I'm trying, you know, you know, if I have one lineup and saying I'm just going to shoot to the shoot the moon, Bellinger's in that lineup. He's not in my, you know, in my safer GPP. No, of course not. He's a, not he's a, forty or three. Moment. I mean, that's pretty much been yeah, Bellinger for yeah. the last thirty days or so. Right. All right. Let's talk about the other side of the infield. Nolan Arenado, forty eight hundred at home against Lamette. You signing up for forty eight hundred? I could make I could make it work. Uh, I know I I'd probably prefer in a stack uh, if I'm gonna you know if I'm stacking against Lamette as opposed to my standalone because I think there's some other guys you can get as a standalone. But yeah, I I don't see anything wrong with that. It's weird. Right now, he's not having like a like a great year. He's not having a terrible year either. We're just he's just kind of you know it's a little bit less than what we expect, but it's still pretty darn good. But no one's really talking about him. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. maybe I guess they're talking about some of the negatives of other guys in that position too. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know the the disappointment that Donaldson and Machado have been. I think that's kind of clouded it. Plus, you got guys like. Aaron Judge and Bellinger and, you know, has some guys who have really come on. And right. I think that's what happened. Laranato's season's got lost in the shuffle. Anthony yeah. Rendon for $800 less is another guy who's – he's doing it in bunches again. You know, yeah. he had a 60.9 a couple nights ago and, and 28 to follow that up. And, you know, so far as we're recording this, he's got nine already. So is Rendon for $800 more uh, – I don't want to say a safer play, but maybe uh, in a spot where for $800 off of Arenado – you know, if you are going to say put Rendon, Zimmerman, or, or a Harper, if you want to do a national stack here against the Angels, that's certainly an alternate yeah. one that you could throw in there. Yeah, I don't like it. It's an, it's an Angel stadium. Um, I don't know that I like a stack at that place very much, so it's probably not where I would go. I mean, it, the, the FanDuel now has Freddie Freeman locked into third base, so at, at 3,800 against Lackey, if, he, if he's able to come back, I think that's a place to go for either cash or tournaments. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I can't see getting off of Freeman at 38, uh, you know, maybe in a couple of alternate lineups, but he's kind of my go-to. You mentioned Machado. I don't remember if we mentioned it in the podcast last time we talked, but there's a thing going on Twitter, how he's had, he has more outs over hundred miles an hour hit than any team, any player in the league. It's just insane. And, uh, I know he's, he's not just mine. He's a lot of players, a lot of people's bounce back guy for the second half. And it's really not a hard call. So at 33 against Tyson Ross, he's a, He's a lock and load for me, too. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I think that's a good one. Uh, I love where we were talking about before. Even even Lamb at 34 has got the good lefty-righty matchup. I know he's been quiet, but right. there's a lot of places you go third base tonight. Freeman, I think, is a, is a great one at 38 against Lackey, if, and it looks like he's going to be coming back. And, you know, Lackey's been just awful this year. So yep. that being said, with Lackey in there, too, would you do Lackey-Adams and get the pieces of that one? Is that another alternate? I, you know, I always like to, you know, talk about the non – you know, I know when Colorado's in play or Cincinnati's in play, you know, those are the ballparks. Everybody knows you could put into that. But right. sometimes it's those alternate ones on those nice and GPP play that actually really make the difference because when everybody's invested in that Colorado game turned out to be, you know, like a 4-3 contest, and the other one all of a sudden is like mm-hmm. a 9-7 blast, that's, you know, that's how you can really separate yourself, and that's how you do – you know, hit the nut, so to speak. Yeah, no, I can say, and, and actually that is a, I don't know if, uh, I mean, well, I mean, Freeman's still playing a little first, but we don't have to make that decision, Freeman or Adams. You can put them both in there for a stack. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I can see that, I can see definitely using a, a stack. You know, Adams, it's a little, little lower in the order. I don't know if he's my cash play, but sure, I could definitely see stacking. Heck, I'll, I'll, uh, 
I'll even throw Phillips in there just because he's hitting everybody. Yeah. All right, let's go to second base. Altuve top of the board, 4,500. Daniel Murphy, 42. Uh, Matt Carpenter, 39. Then you got Jose Ramirez, 37. Jose Ramirez having a pretty pretty good season. I yep. think we can call that. He's a switch hitter. Tonight he's going to be over on the right side going against Ty Block. Uh, all right, sell me on anybody but Jose Ramirez. <laughs> um, I know he's been a little quiet lately. I know the last couple games have been a little quieter, but still. Well, no, I, I mean, mean I don't, you know, the park, the park brings it down a little bit there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and he's probably going to hit from both sides of the plate because they're going to be bringing relievers in. I, you know, in, in a tournament, if, if Colton Wong's in there, I don't know. I don't want him hitting eighth, but in a, a 2,400, he's not a bad punt, not to need to punt. Um, I think is, is uh, your neck of the, the the Yankees using Sessa? That was my the latest The Yankees note. are using Sessa, it looks like. And that was another thing I want to talk about, too, because you got Dozier, who's starting to get hot. We know what he did in the second half last year, and that's yeah. something you can always, you know, pinpoint. But – we also know Dozier is a guy. Typically, when he gets hot, he stays hot for a little while. Him, Sano, Vargas, depending on who you know, what combinations in that lineup. Yeah, Mauer's I, back, so you don't know. Yeah, right. So I, it's hard to it's hard to know that end. But Dozier's another guy, thirty five hundred. I think yep. a responsible second base play. Whit Merrifield is another guy too. Who continues to yes by all stretch, you know, defy logic, and he just keeps you know pounding the ball, pounding the ball, and getting his hits, and that's what you want. I mean, I I love guys like Merrifield when they're cost-efficient. And at 33, I think he's cost-efficient against Matthew Boyd, who does not scare me at all. Yeah, he's a, he's a cash game play. But I also like Jonathan Scope. Um, he's another one of my favorite second-half uh, players. His um, line drive rate and hard hit rate are up, and he's chasing less pitches, chasing fewer pitches. So I, you always want to, you know, whenever you see something like that, you wanna, you'd like to find a reason. Mm-hmm. And the you know you check check out his chase rate and scope is just not chasing pitches. So as I've alluded to, I'm really not high on Tyson Ross. So I don't mind you know doesn't have the doesn't have the platoon edge, but I don't mind him at all against Ross in uh, in Camden Yards. Yeah, you got Brandon Phillips who you mentioned earlier, 3100 back to back 30 point games here, uh, heading into uh, Tuesday's action. So I mean that's also yeah, it's just it's just not hard. That's what I'm saying with Kershaw. It's just not hard to find a lineup you're going to like tonight. No, it's not. And 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 we've already hit. You know, a couple of these positions here where, you know, we're not talking about guys that you're spending over 4K for where you got to right. get. There's some nights where we're out there, like, look, you got to spend up at third. You got to send up. Right, right. No, we, we haven't been saying that at all. A lot of these guys are in that 33, 35 range. Very cost effective. Yeah, very reasonable that you can, can, you know, feel pretty good about the enormous salary it takes to get Kershaw on your yep. lap. All right. Let's go over to shortstop. We got Carlos Correa, 4,200, dealing with a hand well, issue. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the update yet. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have enough at the time yeah. of us finishing this podcast, but just something to be aware of. you got Corey Seager, who does have a good lefty-righty matchup. That's something you need against Miguel Gonzalez. Uh, Corey Seager still having trouble against left-handed pitching. Let's continue to go down the board shortstop. Who are the guys that are green-lighting tonight on your fancy little spreadsheet there, Zola? Yeah, well, I mean, Didi D- 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 against Bartolo, mm-hmm. you know, 2,800. Uh, you got Xander, you know, how, how come, you know, names like Didi and Xander, which are kind of like uncommon, you know, we know who, we, when I say Didi, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. If I were to say, I got to play Carlos tonight, or I got to play John tonight, you wouldn't know. No. That's not fair. 
that's not fair. fair to the normal names. Not so much normal, but the common names. All right. So anyway, Xander at thirty three against Jay. Are Hapu. you saying that you would rather me you know, give you an uncommon? I guess Todd to common. Like you want me to? Well, call I don't some? know. I just it's, it's just so funny. Even when Can I write, call you a lead Miss Zola, there would we that go. Be better. Yeah, there we go. Just yeah, Skippy. Even um, sometimes sometimes when we when we write, well, you know, when we talk, it's just weird how we how we take advantage of the you know the names like that we recognize like Xander and Dee Dee. You know, I let's play Paul. And you're like, who are you talking about? I'd say, well, duh, Paul DeJean. He's good at uh, against Montero. But anyway, the point being, uh, Xander at 33 against Jay Happ, who looked good coming off the DL, and he's not looking bad now, but he's not uh, – there's chinks in the armor. You can you can get to him. You know, we have no idea what Bartolo's going to do. We knew he was stinking before. I mean, listen, if the, if, the, if the Braves let you go, you can't be all that great. But it's Bartolo. Would you be surprised if he goes out and throws seven innings oh. of a – Absolutely not. Three, three hit ball. It's just, Absolutely that's not. just what he does. Against, right. Against a tough Yankee <laughs> off. Of course, like he's going to go out there, judge will go over. You know, if you're in one of those multi entry, you know, spots and you have a Bartolo lineup, I, would, I wouldn't laugh at you at all. Yeah. Like if you went that route, you know what? And Bartolo throws up 30. You know, that's it, just, it, that's Bartolo for you. You yeah, never know. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about him where he'll go and there'll be a different environment or something like that. Or right. his arm will just feel good that night and he'll look like a million bucks. But that's. That's no, it'll look like a million bucks. Well, yeah. uh, well, hey, <laughs> he looked like hey, the zeros. Hey. He looked like the zeros after the million. Todd Zola, but let I'm us a, not yeah. let us not get down on the fat man. All right, well, trust, we, trust, we, well, trust. I, we, it's the you know the, it's the uh, the pedal the, the kettle of grease calling the kettle of grease uh, <laughs> fat. Anyway, Bartolo, um, there's another one too. When you talk about <laughs> you, it, you say Bartolo, there's only one Bartolo, right? I'm trying to think. Is there another been another Bartolo? Um. I can't think of in any, anything in any walk of anything. life. Not in any walk wrestling. of life. There's usually a wrestler right now. Maybe there's like of, a luchador. Maybe some. Yeah, luchador. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. So, anyway, <laughs> back to reality. Another, uh, you, what do you call him? Responsible uh, punts is. Uh, yeah, responsible. Stephen Drew at 2200, usually hitting second now against Jesse Chavez. Not a whole lot wrong with that. I know, and you, you know, I keep, I keep coming around Washington, and and uh, you're trying to scare me off with the ballpark. Uh, well, no, no I'm, I'm staring off of a stack. I don't mind, you know, uh, putting Drew hitting second, you know, uh, at that I got price. You one he, off. I hear you. You know, Drew hitting second in that play, you know, because, uh, you know, Harper can still run into one and, and you know, and he can, Drew could walk, Harper can hit a homer and you've got your 2200 back. Fair enough. All right, baseball is here. Don't get thrown out on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. All right, on to the outfield. Price Harper, $5,000. Charlie Blackman, 4900 Aaron Judge, forty eight. Mike Trout listed at 45. Look at that. Look at that, Mike Trout. You, you, you like seeing the Mike Trout there? And that, that name makes you feel good again? Well, I've got, I have him on a couple of teams. So, yeah, seasonal-wise, it certainly does. You know, he hasn't gotten it going yet, but he will, obviously. All but, right, yeah, let's guess, take a look at these guys. The game when Trump's these, playing. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right, let's, talk, let's take a look at these top guys. And, yeah. and let's throw Mookie Betts and Nelson Cruz in this group as well as Braun. Of all these top-rated outfielders here in terms of salary, Who's the one you feel best about returning value? Is it Blackman at home in forty nine hundred? Yeah, it's probably it's a little shock. He's coming, you know, coming off a night with a home run, which I, I you know what, I don't, I don't think uh, he's not the kind of guy that draws attention because he hit a home run. I mean, sometimes we, you know, we look ahead and we kind of know what we want to do the next day, and we almost get bummed when the guy hits a home run that night mm-hmm. because it draws attention to him. 
Um, he's, you know, it's Blackman. He's expected to hit homers. But, yeah, sure, against Lamette. Um, I got easy, not even a $5,000 play. He's definitely on the board there. All right, let's bring up another guy who I think a lot of us left for dead, but all of a sudden, the last month and change, Andrew McCutcheon has been useful again. It's kind of staggering. I right. mean, he's hitting the ball consistently. He's making contact. He's putting up points. Even on bad nights, he's still putting up some points, which is good. 4K against Guerra, is that a guy you want to get behind, or is it not enough upside for you? Uh, with, with only, you know, if I'm only playing one lineup, I'm, I'm going to find three other outfielders. Right. Shoot, I'll go down $100 and take Stanton, no matter who's pitching for, for Philly, uh, for Miami, I'm sorry. Well, Stanton, uh, no, Ozuna, I think all those Philly. guys continue to be, you know, bore. Yeah. That's another one you might want to look at, too, as we talk about these Marlins guys. But it doesn't matter who's pitching, you know, if the Phillies are the Phillies at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, bets against Hap. It's weird. The Sox lineup is a little bit of a tailspin again. Just as they started to get warm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say the Yankee pitch, pitching put him there, but it was certainly a very fun series over the weekend and some very well-pitched games on both ends, uh, which is good to see uh, in, that, in that little bit of a rivalry there. So we'll see, um, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, Mookie, Mookie's still doing Mookie things, so don't mind him against that. But, I, you know, listen, Stanton, originally, like I said, I thought it was Velasquez, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that Velasquez is going to continue to give up homers, but I don't, you know, I don't understand the 3,900 there. All right, let's talk about somebody everybody wants to ask me questions about all the time. It's Tommy Pham at 3,600. All right, answer the question for me. All right, you're buying the Tommy Pham right now. Now, look, in DFS, I can understand it against Montero. I can understand, you know, Tommy Pham shares here and there in the daily fantasy world. The season-long world, I still have a hard time buying into Tommy Pham. I don't know if I just can't, you know, shake old data or what, but I don't know, man. I'm just – I'm a tough sell there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't ride streaks. I mean, I can say that, you know, maybe he, I can. You know, I'll sign off. He maybe feels comfortable. I like the fact he's running a little bit too. Mm-hmm. He's been mixing in some steals, if I recall correctly. If I right before, yeah. I think, yeah, he's actually got one after the break too. Um, he, so he, you know, he's running a bit. Oh, that that's team dependent too. Who who's facing? But I. Well, the I Mets don't like throw Pam anybody out, so we play. all know that. Mets don't yeah. exactly hold runners on or throw anybody well, out, especially true, if Darno's yeah, catching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like I like I like Fam as a as a cash play at the price, hitting second in a lineup that I mean, you know, they, they usually got don't they don't go off, but they don't get shut out either. Although it's a weakened lineup now without Fiscotti and Gritchick. Although you can sure. are, you know, you can question using Gritchick as being, you know, he's hit or miss himself. But it's one reason why Fam's playing. But um I like Fam in cash games if I if I need if I need him there. All right, how about all the way down to 3,400? A.J. Pollock's floating around there against Sal Romano. What are your thoughts on Pollock here? I know, you know, that guy kind of still finding his way back, but at 3,400 in that ballpark, I don't know, man. I'm awful tempted. Yeah, no, he's one of my favorite uh, players in general just to watch, and, and uh, everybody, you know, associates me with, 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 uh, with A.J. Pollock as, you know, being a fanboy. Yeah, he's uh, he running, <laughs> running a little bit. Ah, uh, I don't know enough about Romano. To, I mean, I know, you know, other than right hand, I don't know enough about him to know, uh, you know, because Cincinnati is one of those teams where the catchers are okay. So it, it depends more on the, I mean, some, some catchers are just terrible and you know, you can run on the catcher. Some pitchers are terrible. You know, you can run on the pitcher. Uh, with Cincinnati, I kind of want to know who the pitcher is before I decide whether I can run or not. Um, so he's kind of in the middle there, but yeah, no, I can, uh, I can easily, uh, again, maybe this just, you only need three outfielders in so many good spots. But uh, he would definitely be on the list. All right. Any other outfielders here that pique your interest for their cost right now? You're looking uh, at. Ah, let's see. 
Um, I mean, we, we, you know, we, we pretty much hit, hit on him. I don't know what to make of Travis Wood at this point. I think he's stretched out enough that we don't have to worry too much about the bullpen. But, I, you know, I can see if you want to do a stack with Wood hey, you want to throw Matt Kemp back into that discussion we're having, too, about the Atlanta guys? A 3K, that's awful yeah, yeah, nice. Ab- absolutely, absolutely, against John Lackey, who's, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's ambidextrous when it comes to giving up homers. He'll give them up to, <laughs> you know, give them yes, to both sides of the plate. He does. He's, he's um, equal opportunity. You know who else? And I, I, get, I, I don't think he's hurt. Why is, why is, uh, why is Lorenzo Cain only 3,200 against Boyd? I'm not sure. We're supposed to be telepathic and know a second, the second somebody gets hurt, uh, we're supposed to know everything. But I look well, at that but 3,200. Here's the other thing, too. I, I, do, I do see what you're seeing as well, which is that we are hitting that time of year once you start turning the page from end of July into August where you're going to get a lot of new money coming in onto the site, people who are going to be playing football. And in August and September especially, there's opportunities there where I think you do want to get involved. If you're, if you're more of a cash game player and you do want to transition a little bit into the GPP world a little bit, that's a good time because there will be a lot of dead money out there who is not sure what they're doing. They don't know enough yeah. about game theory. They don't know enough about stuff. They're just going to, you know, pick a lot of one-offs and, you know, try to get cute and, there's a lot of opportunities there. It's not that you should stop playing your cash games, but you right. might want to start changing how you use the budget a little bit when you start to get to the late summer. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing with to answer my question on Kane, he's just been ice cold for two weeks. Yeah. So to me, it's an overcompensation. I uh, agree. I yeah. I, I yeah. saw the same thing against Boyd, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, yeah. you know, that's certainly a, a, an investment that if I'm wrong. I'm okay with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Some nights yeah, you have that yeah. where you see a good matchup, you see a good situation, even though a guy's been cold, you go, you know what? That's a smart play. I'm going to take my lump with it one way or another, especially yeah, if no, you are sure. one to play so, multiple lines. So you wanted another guy. There's my guy. Uh, there's Lawrence your guy. Kane. All right. That's what I wanted. All right. You can follow him on Twitter uh, at Todd Zola. You can follow me at Joe Pizapia for Bartolo Zola and myself and everybody here at Rotowire. Have a great night of Daily Fantasy. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 